Sometimes I uh, Sometimes I feel Trapped by my youth Like, like sometimes I feel like just, you know, that there's these expectations of, you know, how I should act or how I should respond to people or how, what kind of father or husband I should be because, you know, I'm 42 and I should know better, right? Like, and so, you know, sometimes I find it, you know, I, I look around at my peers and many times I don't see myself in them. You know, like I don't see um I don't see other forty two year old men experiencing life the way I do. You know, I, I don't see the outlook being the same. Um you know, on, on frivolous things like, of course, like music and, and, and popular culture and things that are that are culturally relevant. But then also just in like in family and 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 in love and treating other people and, and, you know, how I show up at work and just rule following. And, you know, I don't. I don't know, a lot of times I feel, um, I feel like a, 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 what's the word? I can't even think of the word. I feel like, um, like an only. There's a more, there's a smarter word for that, but a lot of times I feel like in a lot of environments, like I'm the only one like me. And I felt that a lot, like, throughout my whole life. Like, I, if I think back on it, you know, whether it was in school or around friends or in college, in my fraternity, at different jobs, like, in a room of people that are supposed to be similar, I often felt like the only. So as much of a social extrovert, as I may appear on paper or appear if you meet me in person, you know, I feel alone a lot. Like, not alone in a, you know, feel bad for me way or I'm depressed or suicidal alone, but just, like, I don't see a lot of familiarity in the way that I engage with other people in the way that people engage with me. A lot of it feels foreign. Like, I wouldn't do that. Like, hmm. I wonder like what they think of what I do because I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? <sighs> you know, so thinking back to when I was a kid and, and coming up in 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 high school and college, I always had a somewhat of a I don't give a F attitude. But the thing that's crazy is that I gave a lot of F's. But I don't know. I guess being a man and being a black man sometimes, like, you kind of are expected to have that I don't give a F attitude. Like, you're expected to, um, you know, be 
excuse me, be tough or whatever and show up in different spaces in a certain way, but I gave so much of an F, right? And, you know, as I got older, I just started recognizing that things impacted me differently than it did others. Like, I would see, I would hear a chord in a song from from being a child, like being four and five years old, I distinctly remember listening to Donny Hathaway and crying. And I didn't know like what I was crying about or but it was something in what I was hearing that that made me cry, that made me feel something, that gave me the chills, right? You know. Growing up in, in, in different situations, you know, we'd be in band. I know band, my band people feel this, but, like, we'll be playing a song and you're in your groove and, you know, your band is sounding good that day. Going back to, like, elementary, middle school, and the band is in a zone and you get to your favorite part, and I would, like, tear up. Like, I would feel something so overwhelming that I didn't know what to do with that. You know, coming into adulthood and like working with people and working with young people, especially, it was like taking on the problems or the concerns or the successes is not just bad things, like taking on the successes of people. It just became like emotionally taxing. It wasn't overwhelming, like I couldn't do it, but I just knew that when I was in front of a group of people, you know, things became, things were not, like, it was natural for me to be in front of a group of people and be my absolute self, knowing that, you know, I'm on this stage, or I'm in this space, like, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I don't have, like, a typical, I rarely had a good haircut, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I, uh, this is these are the ways I looked at myself. I, this is not a plea for sympathy. Please trust me. It's just this is just the reality, like the self talk, right? Like understanding that you know I, I don't have Hollywood looks. I don't have like a superstar body. You know I, I don't have the best voice. Uh, I speak nasally. You know because I have sleep apnea and large adenoids. Like I know that when I take a deep breath, it now sounds like I'm snoring sometimes. I get it, right? But I was able to show up in spaces and do something in front of crowds and do something in front of people. At the same time, like, I was taking on their energy as well. So I would go on stages and, you know, go in different rooms, and I would leave it out on the stage, and I would come back and, like, be so drained. I'll be sleeping. I'll be tired. And I just knew that, like, I felt things differently. Like I experienced things differently. And so now as a father and as a dad, you know, as a husband and, you know, a friend, a little, I'm not a very good friend at all. Um, But as a husband, as a father, you know, I'll be talking to my son or daughter and they'll say something. I just, you know, I'll just tear up. Like, I don't even know, like, what the, what, what's going on? I just feel I just feel stuff so intensely and so, so moment to moment 
that it's like, yo, something wrong with me? Like, you know, and then I recognized when I started this podcast that I've never talked about any of these things. I've never talked about, like, the fact that, you know, I felt different from people or, or, or that I felt like, you know, my my empath tentacles were especially sensitive, you know, as I get older or whatever. Um, but I never talked about it, right? And so as I started to come on this podcast and, and, and talk, you know, mostly for myself, you know, People would relate to it in different ways. People would disagree or people like, oh, you should do this, you know. And I don't know. Again, it's hard to explain, but, like, I know when something is right. Like, I tell people all the time, like, I have, I don't know if it's, if it's, I don't even want to go in, like, clairvoyancy, if it's just vibes. Like, when people say vibes, you know, vibes is short for vibration, right? And so when you're a singer, when you play music, when you hear music, like, you know when there's a harmony, right, it's a certain vibration. And then if there's dissonance, there's a, you know, a different vibration. They And they don't vibrate on the same level, right? Vibes, right? And so... When something is right to me, and I don't know if, if it's correct, you know, in terms of like mathematical accuracy, but when something is right or justified or whatever it might be, right, like I I know it and there's nothing that anybody could tell me otherwise. And I'm usually right. And that goes with, and I'm usually accurate. And that goes with everything from something technical, like what kind of gas station to go to, or it could be like something to say to someone to make them feel better, you know, or or going into the situation and I, I, I look at the room and I'm about to speak to a group of people and we have an itinerary of an, an agenda of what we're going to talk about. And when I walk into the room without anybody saying anything to me, I could be like, nah, we need to scratch all that and just freestyle it. Like, we need to speak from our heart. You know what I mean? So it's like I've had, I don't know, I call it superpowers. I don't know. I don't, I, those are my superpowers. Like, I know when things are right. I know what is going to, like, hit with an audience. And so that's the, you know, vocabulary you might use for like a podcast or something like technical that you're giving someone. But this is also the same feeling like in relationships or friendships or connections or jobs or experiences or flights that I get on or like, you know, whatever it might be. Like I just know when like the vibes are right, right? And so I'm bringing up all these things kind of piecemeal and, I, and 
if this is your first time listening to the show, God bless. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know what to tell you, but like, once I recommitted to the show in, in January, like this January, like three weeks ago, I said I was going to follow this format and I had like this, you know, kind of regimented on purpose because I feel like my life needs some regimenting right now. Um, you know, have these segments and stick to 30 minutes. Um, but then this week, you know, things just started happening and certain experiences I was having. And I was like, I want to talk about this on the show, but oh man, the format. And I was like, F the format. <laughs> For this episode, I'm, I'm just once a week, once a month, I mean, one, maybe once a quarter, I don't know, month, bi-monthly, I don't know. I'm just going to abandon the format. And I'm just going to speak. I'm going to turn on the mic and I'm going to speak. And it's going to connect with someone. It's going to... You know, is 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 gonna? There's other people out there that's like me that I might not know or what have you because um, I know when I'm right. You know, recently a friend of mine, um, I don't know, a friend of mine was giving me some advice about the podcast and about the show and about my Instagram account and like looping things together and like, you know, real businessy, like real business advice. Like you need to do this. And so I had this experience in, uh, in Puerto Rico that I talked about in the last episode of seeing Hamilton and, you know, before I could even, I don't even know if I told this person about the trip. Like if I told them about like, what happened or how I experienced it or how I did or how, what, what happened. And they were just like, your Instagram post is not connected to your topic of it. You know what I'm saying? Just like real super critical. And like, so when things happen that go against the vibe, it's like, it's sickening to me. Like, it's not just like, what? You crazy. And then I move on. Like, it takes me so long to move on from when something goes against my vibe or goes against that vibration, goes against that natural flow. So a little bit of that might be a little, like, selfish or self-centered or whatever because, like, I really believe in this vibe. I really believe in the things that I am con convicted about. Is that the right word? Convicted? No. Con whatever. Like, you know, the things that I'm, like, really believe strongly in like, not there's there's nothing anybody can really tell me to to go up to to think otherwise. And so, when it comes to my podcast, it's like maybe I don't have the right format. Maybe I don't you know have a large audience or the following that I should have or you know, whatever, I, I, you know, the technical stuff, I, you know, that's not my forte, but I know that what I'm doing is right. I know it. And so, you know, I asked for, you know, I asked people for advice on how to make the show better or things I could do to, to, to appeal to a different group. But it's like, for the most part, I'm going to do what I need to do. Like, I'm going to do like what resonates with me because ultimately like, I'm, it's just me. Literally, I'm sitting on a couch right now with the microphone 
in some basketball shorts and a hoodie in my living room. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I hope that people consume it and I hope that people appreciate it and, and spread the word. But ultimately, you know, oh man, the vibes, dude. <laughs> um, the vibes also get me in trouble, though. You know, the vibes... The vibes allow me to really disconnect with friendships and people really easily. Um, for better or for worse, I guess, because like, uh, I, I can just disconnect from people like that. Like, I don't. It's like I I, I feel so intensely. When something is presented to me, so like I, I don't know if it's a it's a fancy way of saying out of sight, out of mind, but like when people are in front of me, when I walk into a room, or when I'm with someone one on one, or if I'm talking to someone on the phone, like I'm feeling you, I'm there, I'm going to give you everything, and you know, um, that's real for me. But if they're not there, or if or if something happens and the vibe is disrupted, and that you know that 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 vibrational trust, if that's even a thing. You know, like, you got to give, you You have to trust people to share that vibe with you. Or for someone to know that vibe, like, for real. You know? And to know you and to be able to contribute to, like, the level that you're vibrating on. It sounds crazy. Like, as I'm listening to my head, I'm like, I'm crazy. Um, but no, like, in all seriousness, I... I I'm so, I feel so strongly about this that the strength of, of, and the power of that, of, of how I feel when something is right to me is scary. Because in the back of my mind, I'm like, what if it's not right? Like, what, like, what, what if I'm wrong about this? I don't think I ever have been. So here's how it here's how it you know is not cool. Because let's say I'm having a conversation with my wife, right? And you know, I sense that something's not right. Like what's wrong? Nothing. nothing I'm cool. Nothing's wrong. Nope. I'm not gonna. No. What's wrong? What, what's going on? You okay? Uh. Yeah. No. I'm cool. You know. This is, you know, most husbands understand this, like understand like this exchange, and you know something's wrong, right? I think what most people do is like, all right, you say everything's cool, let's move on, right? And that's that. But because of like the thing that I've been trying to explain to you for the last fifteen minutes is like, I can't let it go. Like I physically cannot let it go, and so I'll be. You know, I move on for a second, and I come back like, like, why don't you tell me? Like, just tell me about it. Like, what's going on? You know, um, so I don't know that I've ever been wrong, <laughs> but my wife and others around me will tell me like, yeah, you were wrong. There was really nothing wrong, but what always happens? What always happens? is two weeks later, three weeks later, five months later, whatever was wrong that day, five months ago, it'll come back up. 
in the form of, you know, I've really been thinking about this for a while. In my mind, I'd be like, oh, for a while, like five months? And I'm like, no, whatever, like for a while, since yesterday. Like, okay. Um, but yeah, so it's like, you know, that's the... That is the danger of that feeling and that that self-centered, you know, I know what I'm talking about, you know, I know what's right. Um, you know, it, it shows its head in so many different ways, like the ways that I parent my kids, the way I talk to my kids' teacher, that I could tell from an email from a teacher, like, like, nah, I don't like the way you vibe with my kid by that period that you used in that sentence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, anyhow, I say all that to say this. I say all that to say this. Like, you know, we're in a time now, we're in a space now in, in our country and the way that we engage with one another, the way that we communicate with each other, that, like... There is very little value to what men bring to different scenarios. You know, what what men bring to, you know, conversations, to whatever it is. What That's just the space that we're in now, right? And so what's been really vibing with me wrong, like... The whole reason why I like went around the Mulberry Bush to tell this is that like I I I think we're doing this wrong. I think you know the way that we're linking stories, like we're engaging as humans. You know, the complicated beings that we are that have millions of different variances of feelings and how they like we're engaging as people the way that people engage online. Um, you know, all coding, you know, pretty much for all websites and everything on our computers are like either or like it's it's black and white is it's you type one thing in and something happens on the screen you know what i'm saying and so the way that men and their voices and our voices are devalued in certain situations is completely it's like computer it's like if this then this it's binary it's it's uh, it's dichotomized you know if you follow back for anybody that went to college with me high school whatever like I've been talking about this whole men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing, as far back as I can remember, because just as someone looking at the world as a young person and now an older person, like, it just didn't make sense. Like, it, it doesn't speak harmony 
to any environment to completely cancel out the voice of any side. So I, I absolutely understand and agree that women have been silenced in certain situations and that, you know, women's voices aren't uplifted or empowered when they should be. And let's not even talk about black women or LGBT women or Latin women or whatever. Like, you know, um, I, I completely agree with that and understand that and see it and have been a part of it as we, you know. And I also understand that the answer to that and the way that we balance that is not by doing the same thing to men. Like, it's not by saying, like, you know, this is not, I'm not, I'm not begging, I'm not throwing pleas out, I'm, I'm not, like, you know, crying about it at all because ultimately I can communicate. I'm going to get my voice across. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to. You know, I'm going to do what I need to do to, to, to talk to whoever or whatever for my voice to be heard. But I keep on saying this, and I've been saying this for so long, that our children are confused. It's confusing to them. You know, like we are, we're shifting a narrative, which is great, by replacing another narrative and i'm not sure if that's the best way i think there's a place where these narratives can be shared where there can be like a yes and as my, my one of my close colleagues always says like not a no but but a yes and and how do we do that how do we make a yes and society where we can have conversations about things that we don't agree with and still, like, vibe and still, like, go and leave the conversation both feeling valued, both feeling like, okay, they heard me, they heard me, maybe they don't agree, but, you know, okay, cool, and still have dignity and still want to come back and engage with you again, right? Because that's what's missing. Like, that's the thing I see that's, like, really, that's the thing I see that's, like, just missing from a lot of conversations is how do we um, how do we do that in the area of gender and you know this is the idea of manhood right and so what I this is what I see and I don't even know if I'm going to get into what I see but you all see it like we if you're listening to this podcast then on some level, you're aware of this dichotomy, right? This, like, y'all men want to do this, da, 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 da. and then on the flip side, y'all women do this, da, 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 da. and if you listen to this, that means you're this, and if you do this, that means you're this, and if you wear this color, that means you're this, and if you, you know, engage with this person or this group of people, that means you're this. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just don't... I don't want to rock like that. I don't want to rock like that anymore. Like, for real. I, I don't think it's helpful. Um, I don't think it's healthy. And the young men that are coming up now, I don't even know if I'm in that group anymore, if I can still consider myself a young man. <laughs> but I feel like we are... You know, men are sensitive. We're all sensitive. Men and women are sensitive. And I know that, like, the right woman will hear that. Like, y'all, man, y'all need to toughen up. We have babies. I get it, right? So, like, I feel like 
the wrong man, the man that is not tough enough, the man that is not that does not have the the maybe the training or the background that I do is going to remain quiet in a situation in fear of saying the wrong thing as opposed to like saying what needs to be said and and then having the conversation after it, right? You know? Because even me, there's certain times where I was like, yo, y'all are tripping. I'll just say it to myself because I just don't know if people around me can handle what I'm thinking or what I'm saying. But I know that it's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what. So all of this comes back to, like, that vibe. And I know when I'm right. I know what I know, right? And I, whatever you want to call it, why I know it, you know, or where it came from, but I know that we're not handling this conversation about race correctly, about gender correctly, about sexuality correctly, about religion religion correctly. You know why? Because today is MLK Junior Day, and I was listening to a speech and all of the things in all of his speeches are still happening. 50 years later, he's asking for us to do the same things. 50 years. Anyhow, I just had to... Uh, I made all sorts of connections there. I'm sorry. Um, but that's what's on my mind today, y'all. 30 minutes of... This that this was a Kanye rant, I guess, right? Uh, we can't we see we can't say Kanye anymore. Uh, this was just a rant, I guess. Um, thanks for listening. Peace.